Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 15, 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who this week presented a character reference from Ricky Nixon in order to get out of a parking ticket. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Well, I thought I needed... Uh I thought I needed help, right? I, I, I still claim that I wasn't parked illegally. I had done nothing wrong. And Well, my understanding was that you were parked in a disabled spot and then just limped. What's, and Would that what's be your, correct? What's your point? What's your point? Like, I did a proper limp. I, I, I went through all the motions. I, I rang Dr. Peter Larkins. And no, said, actually, the rumour I heard is that you put, a, you put a fake pirate hook on your hand. Yeah. Mate, I went to work. So I, yeah. I rang Dr. Peter Larkins. I said, if I had uh, plantar fasciitis, what would that do to me? And mm-hmm. he said, oh, you'd limp like this. And I said, great. So I did, I did my due diligence. You know we yeah, love yeah. to do that yeah. in, this, uh, in this day and age. And I rang... Uh, I got on Twitter with Ricky, mm-hmm. and I hashtagged it FlogPod, mm-hmm. as you know, because he loves us. That's like the bat symbol thing. Yeah, it is. So you just put out FlogPod, and then he gave me a written reference, handwritten reference, with six YouTube links on it. Okay. So <laughs> it was pretty – it was detailed. That's the kind of effort that he goes to. Something to keep the judge occupied. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah exactly. And ipso facto, I uh, had the fine doubled, and I've <laughs> lost my license. Uh, Basha Hawley, mate, what's going on? What's going on? He's an animal. Monster. He's uh, he hit Jed Lamb so hard. Mm. Poor Jed Lamb. I mean, he's at his third club. This guy's a struggler. He doesn't need he doesn't need to be knocked out before he hits the ground. And he has had to miss a week. Yes, yes, yeah. he did. He didn't play on uh, on Saturday against Adelaide, yeah. and he was out. And the tribunal, the initial tribunal. They could have saved everyone a lot of hassle if they had just gone three weeks. And everyone would have been, yeah, yeah that sounds, sounds about right. Oh, okay, fair enough. Sounds yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah, why not? But then they went, no, no. No, let's let's read. What what? Oh, Walid Ali has said some really nice things about Basha. Yeah, who cares what he's like off the field? It's a very interesting question, I reckon. A character reference at the tribunal. Yeah, I don't have too much of a problem with it. You don't? No. You like it? No. Well, I, I kind of figure, like, it, it, I think it is relevant. Okay. Don't you? Well, all right. We'll say, and let's just use um, let's let's use Thomas Bug as the example mm-hmm. for this one, right? So, say, do they bring in the fact that they go? Uh, he's they show the Instagram post from a weekend. So, uh, okay, yeah. So no, Thomas Bug yeah. uh, hit Callum Mills on the weekend. Mills missed the whole game. Yep. Pretty much similar circumstances. They're yeah. saying he's going to get five or six weeks, yeah. but do they go? All right. Off the field, you're a bit of a cockhead. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you an extra week because no one likes him. We don't want you around. So you can go in there and do the opposite and strip someone down. Yeah, I stand corrected. I'm sorry. That was actually kind of on reflection. Quite <laughs> <laughs> a stupid thing to say out loud yep. and, uh, into a microphone that we're yeah. recording. And also, people went ballistic. One that he got that he had Wally. But you go well. Of course, he's going to tap into whatever person he can get. Yeah, sure. To and get also, his I mean, that's lesson. a bit of a, a, f- a flaming topic in uh, Australia because there's a lot of fucking idiots. Yes, you know, people. You know. 
Oh, um, yeah. I mean, you, you just notice that Richmond fans stick together. That's what you're getting at, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> They're fucking dirty, that lot. Um, so they used him, but also they used words that uh, Malcolm Turnbull had said about him. Now, mm. he didn't get a character reference from Malcolm Turnbull. No, which I think has not been corrected enough. No. People are saying that as if Malcolm showed up on the evening and went, <laughs> you know, oh, hello, girl. Uh, nice to Enjoy, Lyle Grange. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, walked into the court and gave yeah. a five-minute speech. No, yeah. it was more just comments about, you know, that I think they'd met the day before. Yes, and he said, you know, Basher's doing a great job mm. in, in, you know, the community. Yeah. And, he, and he does do a great job in the community. He has taught some of the most underprivileged kids how to smash someone behind play. <laughs> and not everyone does that. So do you think that now Basher and Jed Lamb will, um, will catch up, you know, Brent? Break bread. Brent Staker and Bra- uh, Barry Holstall. Barry Holstall, yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, I think Basher, I think, gave him a call. Yeah, he texted him straight away yeah. and said, you know, I feel bad for mm. him. And then, you know, if we, I, I didn't mean it. It's not in my religion. He said it's not in my religion to be to be like this. But also watching the footage as well. But have you read, there's chapters in the Quran where they say, play the play the man. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're like, you know, firstly, uh, part one of the Quran is just playing the boundary. Yeah. <laughs> and then as you read later into it, they go, go the corridor when, you, when you're down. Yeah. Always go to the fat side of the ground. Yeah, and I think, I think one of the main quotes is a, a good big man will always beat a good little Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that was what <laughs> Muhammad was always big on that. But um, also in Bashir's defence, you can also get there in the way he uh, claimed what happened. I'm yeah. trying to push the arm away. Yes. And he has whacked him. I mean, yeah. heck, I, I've, I've, I remember a game when I was maybe a year or 11 or year 12, and I went to Shepherd guy and just put my arm up and I yeah. copped him in the face. And I meant to get him in the chest or whatever, to yeah. shepherd him. And then that kicked off about a half of football where they all wanted to kill me. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, and it was purely an accident. You know. Was it, mate? Was it? <laughs> I mean, I've had times, you know, when you go to you go to kick the ball and you accidentally rake <laughs> your stops down someone's face. Yeah, I mean... And then be... even while they're on the stretcher and you're just fucking <laughs> stomping them a few times. That's <laughs> just that's just part of football. Yeah, it's part of the game. Yeah, the game. well, wear a helmet if you're worried about that much, <laughs> shit, mate. So uh, Thomas, Thomas Bug, uh, how many do you think he'll get? People are talking about six. That's a lot in this day and age. Yeah, that, that's, un, that's unheard of. Like Barry Hall got, I think, six or seven for hitting Staker. I think he got about maybe nine put down to seven. Okay. An early play. Probably the last biggest one would have been Stephen Baker on uh, Stevie Johnson. Yeah, but wasn't that about 15 different charges, though? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah no. It was, <laughs> he loaded up. Yeah. Classic Stevie <laughs> Baker. But I think he might have got ten. I think he might be right, too. Yeah. yeah. And then he pretty much missed the second half of the season. And then came back for the grand final. I think so. Yeah, came yeah. back for the, I think, the initial one and then the draw. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that wasn't worth coming back for. Well, I mean, everybody's talking six. And now, now does the uh, tribunal walk on eggshells? Kind of going, geez, we've got to give what the public reckon. Well, that, yeah, they've kind of they've taken public opinion into their into their calculations, which mm. was completely wrong. I think they just should have. They just. I, I was. Were you surprised that the AFL uh, appealed it, or did they just sense that the outrage was just too massive? Yeah, and I, they think, just went, I think I think right. that's so wrong. Yeah, yeah. Have they done it before? Uh, no, I don't think they have. I yeah. think it's the first time in AFL history. It, it was a it was a monumental moment. Monumental moment. Yeah, like yeah. where were you the day that bashes? <laughs> Do you think uh, they'd made a bit of a deal about it? Like you know, Gil kind of walked down at nine a.m. with a folder and going, "Hey, yeah, I appear. He rang the appeal. I appear, Basher Horley. They've got an appeal bell, <laughs> and people were like, "What's that bell? Ding, oh God, ding. I've never heard it before. <laughs> ding ding." <laughs> They didn't know what was going on. So Thomas Bug, he's going to... Mike Fitzpatrick in a robe, just yeah, walking down the hallway. Just walking down. Um, but uh, Bug front-footed it. 
Oh, yeah. He's front-footed it. He came out on Channel 7 after the uh, game on Friday night and he said, you know, I'm, I I feel bad for Callum Mills. I feel bad for his family. Mm. I don't know what he did to his family. Like, he must have fucking really loaded up. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Huh. Like, he must have just really got in the kitchen of the Mills family. Yeah. Well, would he punch him and then just kind of like point and go, look what I did. <laughs> Remember this? Yeah. Stop crying, Mrs. Mills. That's her son. Yeah. So he's come out and I'll he's, do it again <laughs> If I see him at the tribunal And he said he tried to apologise him after the game And Mills refused to, you know, interact with him was unconscious He didn't know who he was Yeah, he was, like, <laughs> was fair enough Yeah, he didn't know what was going I'm on I'm at a pub Yeah um, So that, 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 that's not going to help him showing, showing instant remorse I think the AFL are going to crack down Because he's, he's fucking snapped him It was a doozy Yeah, yeah Instinctive though Like it wasn't like a kind of king hit isn't that a king? Isn't that a coward punch, though? No, I don't think it is. Like Mills kind of had a bump of him, and then he kind of. I, oh, I thought yeah. it was like more an instinctive, uh, instinctive kind of ouch jab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that how you happens to you? Ouch jab. Ouch You're on jab. the bus. Ouch jab. Ah uh, well, you will be uh, eating your words when I take on uh, Jeff Horn at uh, the MCJ. Oh, you going? You going the next fight? <laughs> the MCJ. That's pretty yeah. pretty good. About four that months has, time. It's been a bit of a punchy uh, couple of weeks, hasn't it? Glenn Archer allegedly. Was involved in a uh, in int, what would you say a um, fracker a fra- great word yeah. he was involved in a fracker yeah. uh, he a brouhaha a bru- <laughs> it was a, it was a Donnybrook of the highest order yeah. he allegedly went onto the field at a uh, I think it was his son's under 16s game yep. and got involved with the opposition runner runner yeah yeah and then he said uh, then this isn't legend he said it but he dro- the, the situation was getting out of hand so he drove himself out of there. Oh, really? People were coming, coming after him? Well, no, they weren't coming after him, but it was all getting a little bit heated, and he went, Arch, Arch, oh, okay. man, you've yeah, got to gotcha. get out of this situation. Yeah, so sure. he just drove home. So fuck knows how his son got home. Yeah, it's a bit foolish of me, actually, to say people coming after him. You're not coming after no, him. No, no, yeah. no, not at all. But I still actually wonder what, the, what kind of fracas that was by the fact, like, how did the runner get involved? Or I think one of the runners was getting involved with the, one of the kids, so maybe a couple of kids were punch, like pushing and shoving, and then oh, the runner got involved up. in that, yeah. and then Arch got involved in that, and, yeah. then, and then he drove off with the runner in his boot. You know who we needed in uh, in that situation was the security guard from the uh, oh, pre-season. from the Gold Coast. <laughs> he would have sorted shit out. He needs that kind of shit. But if you if you're a, a runner at a lower level in the Northern Football Leagues of Melbourne, would you wouldn't it be an honour to be hit by the shinbone of the century? Yeah, actually, yeah, you'd wear that with pride. Yeah. And if you didn't go down, oh, if you're still tall, yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. But if, if you're like, you know, your friends come around, they go, why, why is your jaw all wide up? You go, Glenn Archer, fucking trash you in the face. Oh, you're a hero, mate. <laughs> Did you go down? You didn't? Oh, my God. Yeah, you're a legend. Let's hold a barbecue. Yeah. So do you think there should be a, a send-off rule? There's been talk of the send-off rule following Tommy Bug. Yeah, so Lethal talked about it uh, a couple of days ago. Mm. And also Juddy had an article today in The Age. What's your take on it? I mean, it does it does impact the other team when they're one player down. Not that it, not that it really bothered uh, the Swans on Friday night. Yeah. They, did the, they did the job and they did it easily. Do you mean send off is in seventeen on the field? Well, I think so. I think if you send someone off, then mm. yeah, they, yeah, they've got to cop it, like in soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you mean send off as in you can? They just can't participate anymore, but you can keep your eighteen. Well, yeah, there are many many varied questions, aren't there? Yes, yeah, there are. Yeah. Probably too many for us to answer. But they were talking about a little bit like it might be like the goal review. So you. Check the tape, essentially. Yep. But then you've got to work out, kind of, does that reveal everything? Well, I get, you know what they have to do is they have to have basically like a live tribunal. Actually, so you yeah. have those people there. I mean, Jimmy Bartell yeah, Jimmy would have been there. Yeah, he would have been there anyway. Yeah. I don't know who else sits on it. Uh-huh. Um, and they, Nathan Burke, he sits on it as well, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, if not. And so they probably watch most of the games or else they give him a call and go, Berkey, 
Fucking get in here. Are you near a TV, mate? Yeah. <laughs> we need you to watch something. Check this out. Yeah. And then they go, oh, Thomas Bug, yeah, absolutely we're going to suspend him. Yeah, okay. Get him off. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't mind that. And then is it for the whole game or for 10 minutes or 15 minutes? Or so you think it may be Sinbin rather than send-off? Yeah, what's rugby league? Rugby league's like a period of time. Isn't yes. It? It's not the whole game. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, like in ice hockey, they have the power play where someone gets, you know, you get sent off for five minutes at a, at a time and the other team gets an advantage. But I don't know, like, if you would get that much of an advantage in five minutes or so in AFL? That's a good point, actually. Because you can park the bus. You know, I would actually say the difference between 17 and 18, while significant, not not ridiculous. No, I mean, you guys have had uh, Ty Vickery running around. So, you know, you, you, you can, you've proven that it's, it's doable. So I, I think maybe you need, like, uh, yeah, to, to, to have an impact, you go, all right, well, you can't have a Ruckman uh-huh. and... You lose your best backman. We choose who that is. So you lose two players. Yeah. Oh, and the person who struck them. Three players go off. Uh-huh. So that player, Ruckman. And they get replaced by Little League. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so that's re- that's like doubly as dangerous because yeah. you've got to look out for little kids getting like yeah, poleaxed. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> and also the kids, like, the kid has to get dressed up, so it's going to take even longer. And if it's Max Gorn, he's got to put the little beard on. I was going to say, yeah, they've got to be like the mini legends. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's a little kid, if, if it's shave their example, head, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not happy about it. But they didn't have a good weekend at all, Melbourne. They had uh, four players were suspended for, for getting on the piss. Yeah, so last Saturday, so yes. two Saturdays ago, yep. uh, four players went out after, the, after playing for Casey yeah. and had a bit of a drink. And I th- I'm, I'm presuming you're not allowed to by the fact it's a six-day break? Yeah, they've got a, they've got a rule down at, uh, at Melbourne that they go, if, you, if we've got a six-day break, then there's no drinking. Because, you know, uh, that one day. Tell you what. It changes everything. I have one one cider. Yeah. Six days later. Oh, you're fucked. I can't fucking walk. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're recording this on a Monday. Seven days. I'm fine. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> Michael had a cider on Tuesday night. Oh, and it was fucking... You, <laughs> you pulled up terrible. You're vomiting. I tell you what, bye week. Oh. You go for your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get yourself to Vegas. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yes, so there so was four players. So it was, uh, and it was uh, Ben Kennedy, Dean Kent, Jake Spencer, Ruckman, and Jay Kennedy Harris. So possibly not four players that were going to get into the team, but they have got a pretty uh, deep injury list at the moment. Yeah. Jay Kennedy Harris has been in and out. Yeah. And so they, they just went, you're not, you're not playing? So they, they put down the law. Are they getting a bit loose down at... Uh, getting a bit ahead of themselves. Yeah, they're getting a little bit... I mean, they're unsociable on the field. Yeah. Because uh, remember Jordan Lewis and Jesse Hogan uh, smashed some Carlton players earlier this year? Mm-hmm. Oh, Patrick Cripps had his jaw cracked. Oh, fun and games. I mean, Buggy throwing a few. Buggy's throwing a few. Buggy's getting on Instagram. Probably getting suspended so he can go and have a drink. That's not... Yeah. It's like, I've got six weeks now. Fuck, he can, he can really... <laughs> little, I can go loose for about, you know, five. Is this the legacy that Paul Roos created? Yeah. Is it uh, Simon Goodwin? Is Simon Goodwin just such a... It's an animal. I don't remember him being an animal on the field, but clearly as a coach, he's going, mate, just fucking snap him. Don't get on the pitch in six days, seven days, go for it. I think it goes back further. Mm-hmm. I think it goes all the way back to Neil Balm. Balmy. Yeah. He's to blame. He's to blame for the violent culture. Yeah, okay. <laughs> violent drinking culture at Melbourne. Yep, yep. And it's stuck around. Like, it, it's kind <laughs> of... It's bubbled away. Yeah. Like, you haven't really seen it. No, no. no it's it's, it's, laying, it's laying dormant. Hidden behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now... Woo! See, all the articles about, uh, about them, about this incident... Yep. The one thing I kind of can't find out is where they actually went. Surely that's what you want to know. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing. How good a night did they have? Well, I think they might have even like just gone to their mates' place. Like, how did that get out? Well, that's another thing too. Who's dobbing them in? Yeah, 
Because over in Fremantle, we had um, uh, Connor Blakely. Love it. So he's been suspended for going for a surf. Yeah. So he went... Uh, he'd he been w- at training. He went home ill. Yeah. And he went, it's still a lovely day. Yeah. I'm going to drive two hours to Bunbury and then further south. So two south, hours south of Perth, yep. Further And then further south to Yelling Up? Yellingup. Okay. And then he went for a surf. Yeah. But you know how when you're feeling ill and you go, I've got to clear my head. Stop water. Yeah, I'm going to clear my head and I won't do it in the big city because it's just, there's too many people around. Well, he went to his hometown, so I thought maybe that might be the problem. People knew him there. Because he'd be a bit of a kind of celebrity down oh, there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When he goes out for a surf, everyone goes out to join him. Because I had the same question. I was like, how did he get caught? How did he get caught? So maybe I'm thinking it's through, uh, well, basically a Bunbury, bunch of rats. Yeah. Yeah, ratting out their own. <laughs> <laughs> but then what, what's going through his head? So he's like, I'm, I'm feeling pretty crook. I'm really crook. And also he probably would have been crook. Unless, it, like, I, I, I don't think he just showed up and went, nah, I'm going to fake yeah. I'm going to fake a sickie. So I'm feeling really crook. So what I'll do is I'll go for a drive. You know, clear, 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 clear sea air yeah. is what he needed. Yeah. Even, though, even though Perth is on the water. Yeah. Fremantle, right on the water. Yeah. It's a dock. Uh, and he's gone, you know, they're the dockers. And uh, he's gone for a drive and he's gone about an hour and he's gone, fuck, I feel good. I feel real good. Mm. Luckily, I've got the old board strapped to the roof. Yep. I may as well get out, like you said, salt water. Mm. And so that's actually... Probably got him in the space to be able to play this week, and then they've turned it against him. So they said, as a respected young and emerging player at Fremantle, Connor knows the uncompromising standards that yep. all of our players are required to adhere to. Absolutely. In I mean, you, you look at uh, Harley Bennell on their list. You know, they've got players to look up to. Absolutely. I mean, down at kebab shops there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, punching on. <laughs> Gentlemen. <Arthur>. Yeah. <laughs> Connor has not been at the required level, Chris Bond said. As a result, Connor has been withdrawn from the team to play St Kilda. It's got to hurt. How do you reckon that conversation went with Ross? Like, if he goes in there oh and goes... God. Oh, God. So, all right, uh, I'll be Connor. Oh, God. And you, you could be Ross. Oh, I'll, find, I'll try and find it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, g'day, g'day, Ross. Uh, just a second. Um, just finishing up Candy Crush. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that's, fun, that's fun, Mr. Lion. Oh, uh, hi, Connor. Um, you know how I, I went home ill yesterday? Yeah, you were very sick, actually. Very I, I, was, I was. Um, very worried about you. Thank you. Worry sick. Oh. Little wordplay there. <laughs> that, thanks, Mr. Lyon. I'm, um, known, I'm known for my sense of humour. You are. Yeah, you've got a great a GSOH, uh, Mr. Mr. Ross. <laughs> uh, so anyway, after I went home sick, I started feeling a little bit better, and I, oh. I, I drove two hours south, just past Bunbury, and, and I went for a, went for a surf, Ross. Uh, I'm gonna fucking shiv you in the fucking <laughs> neck, you cunt. <laughs> Oh, okay. You have um, to do that fucking again. I'm going to come after your family, the entire Blakely family, anyone called Blakely, and I'm going to fucking end them. I, I, okay. Um, so as, I, as true punishment, we're going to give you a weekend off. Oh, righto. Am I allowed to drink? You'll get paid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to wonder. So I, uh, there was a story at... Uh, Everyone remembers Josh Bootsma, one of Carlton's... Carlton legend, Hall Carlton of Fame. Carlton legend, yes. Yeah. yeah, obviously Hall of Fame. Some of the Snapchat just, Hall of Fame. Yeah, they're just biding their time. So uh, when he was at Carlton, mm-hmm. uh, they were playing up at the Gold Coast. He was listed in the team. Wait a second. Are you about to tell a story that you've heard through the rumour mill? Yeah. No, not rumour. Oh, okay. Rumour is fact. Oh, okay. Here we yeah. go. So uh, they were oh, going to play Gold oh, Coast. Fuck it up. Up at Metricon. Yep. And uh, obviously a lovely day. It's a beautiful part of the world. Beautiful. 
He was pulled out with uh, gastro. He's a bit, bit cruel. Uh-huh. Pulled out of the pulled out of the name site. So an emergency comes in. Good for the emergency. Not Come, so good for the Carlton Footy team. Coming out from both ends, I heard. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't well. He wasn't well. But what transpired later on was uh, he went to the beach with his partner, and then they posted about it on Instagram. Oh fuck! And yeah. somehow. Somehow, through the sleuthing that is available via yeah, the yeah. internet, yeah. he got busted. Yeah, sure. i tell you what people won't be faking gastro for. What's that? Adam. Is that a good link? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant segue. Our live show. Oh, it's going to be huge. We've got a guest. Sunday, September 3, 3 p.m. Yep. at the European Beer Cafe in Melbourne. Uh, tickets to trybooking.com. Just type in Junk Time Alpha Podcast or something along that. I type in hilarity. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've got a very special guest. Very well, special guest. Oh, tentative. tentative. Well, no, no, no. I'm confident. Yeah. I'm very, very confident. So he's a four-time premiership player, oh. three-time premiership captain. Two-time Norm Smith medalist. Lucky Hodge. Amazing. It's going to be great. Amazing. It's going to be great. Now, he is booked in, but on the proviso that... Uh, Hawthorne don't make the finals. Yeah, because he needs. He's got to concentrate. He can't be. He can't be getting laughing and chuckling a week before can't an be elimination having a, final. Having a drink on a Sunday? No, not at all. Not Hodgie. Out. Yeah, no, not Hodgie. He doesn't do that. He'll do it like uh, two days before a game, go for a drive. <laughs> so but he will not do it six days out. Here's my conundrum. Now, I want Hodgie to be there. Of course, I want to talk to Hodgie. You don't need to play finals again, mate. I want to hang out with Hodgie. Yeah. I want Hodgie to be my mate. I, yep. want, him, I want him to kind of like every now and then just kind of call me up and go, hey, what are you doing, Mick? Catching yep. up? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, sorry, Hodgie. Babysitting. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but my, can I, I, do, I do want my team to make finals. You want your team to play in September. For the good of the show, though. For the good of our... our That's our, my conundrum. Our genuine... I'm torn. This is my Sophie's Choice. Our listeners. It might be a bit graphic. Yeah. Sophie's Choice. Yeah, yeah. No, our, our listeners... Would love Luke Hodge to be there. Mm. So they will be going against Hawthorne, as, as probably most of them do, because you're a pack of fucking assholes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, so we're going to have Hodgie. That's going to be great. Yes. Gonna so I think that would be absolutely fantastic. I mean, what are you guys? You're two, go- two games out of the eight, but you're playing quite well at the moment. I will give you that. Yeah. Uh, I think we're one game out, actually. But, you know, got the shonky percentage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's that Sunday, September 3, 3 p.m. Yeah. But we'll know. We'll know. By week. We'll know, we'll know in a month. He said he'd uh, lock it in a month out. So he, he's coming, mate. You're not playing finals. <laughs> you still you've got GWS this weekend, so we can pretty much lock it in after on Monday. That would be really interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. Now you had a big win yesterday. Were you happy with the boys? I was. I was. Yeah, I thought they did really well. Yep. And, um, um, you know, like Collingwood aren't world beaters. But what did you think about the Hawthorne social media people sending that was out really that tweet? Wasn't that? that was cheeky. really interesting. Yeah. So the last time you guys played, uh, Tom Mitchell got fifty possessions. Only 50. 50, 52? Uh, might have been 52, actually. I think it was 52. And Nathan Buckley said at the time they weren't that damaging. Yeah, they kind of didn't tag him because they weren't having too much problem. No, he was sort of, you know, getting the handballs out to players running past and they weren't particularly worried about it. And then Collingwood uh, lost to Hawthorne yesterday and the Hawthorne Twitter account tweeted out to Nathan Buckley... Uh, to, directly to him. Yeah, they tagged him in there. Yeah. So I thought it was a, a, a fair whack. Yes. So they tweeted to Nathan Buckley and <laughs> put up uh, the stats of Tom Mitchell and then, uh, like you said, tagged him into it. But then he said, but did he have any Did he have any impact? Yeah, it was full on. That's a shot across the bow. Yeah, it's really full on. I mean, I know it's kind of uh, a bit of fun, but I, 
think you wouldn't you wouldn't say that to his face. No, no. So I think to do that is kind of. Um, and I think it's maybe a bit more fun to kind of send something like that to maybe the cheer squad or to the to Joffa maybe. I don't know if Joffa's online. Yeah. Just send that to the coach. To or, the coach. Yeah. And, and you would wonder whether like I, I can't imagine Alistair Clarkson appreciating something like that. You know, Luke Hodge was. Uh, you know, to a younger player telling him, you don't talk to the press like that. Yeah. You know, so little things like that, you go, it's about, it's about being respect, respectful like Tom Bug. I Humble and respectful. Tip, and I'm not, you know, I don't know this for sure, but I would tip that the person who sent that out got a bit of a talking to today. Yeah. yeah. Addressing down? Addressing down, yeah. yeah. No, they no actually, it. they're probably out to go in front. Leading teams had to go in front of the other social media yeah. team. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, telling them some honest truth. <laughs> Your tweeting's awful. They've been suspended for five tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, it was a good tweet. Oh, got in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Nathan Buckley won't be forgetting that in a hurry. But that's a great win. So Collingwood, are, uh, you would pretty much say, officially out of, the, out of the finals. That's what people are saying, yeah. I mean, I think uh, they were saying you'd kind of have to win about six or seven out of your last eight to kind of get in there now. So yes. It's, it's unlikely. And they're going to struggle. Darcy Moore's out uh, with an injury, so they're going to suffer even more trying to kick goals. Hmm. So it's a long way back. Does Nathan Buckley survive this year? Question without notice. My, I apologise for that. Don't make finals? Not making finals. No. He doesn't survive. No. But but I'm hearing rumour mill oh. uh, that Pies are making a big play for Clarko. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did you tell me that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hearing that. Okay. So maybe, maybe if they kind of were confident on that, they'd make a move? Yeah, so they're not, not going to get rid of him for an untried coach, are they? You, no, you need I don't someone, think so. You need someone back in there. I think uh, they'd need – I think Ben Collingwood, they need to have a, a big fish. Yes. Mm. Neil Barham? Um, John Northey's still around. <laughs> Paul Feltham. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Is it time for Unleash the Geese Part 2? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Re-unleash the geese. Re-unleash the geese. <laughs> I think we need that. <laughs> Speaking of the geese, the Tigers are fucking flying. Absolutely, man. Top four. Can we dare to dream of a Tigers flag this year? Dream. Yes, let's do that. You know what? You know what, Tigers fans? It's, it's going to happen. Oh, we're calling it. Yeah, we're calling it. Okay. It's, it's a, I'd be looking at back-to-back if I was them. Junk time guarantee. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're in top four. They haven't been top four in the finals, you know, in this, la- in this latest incarnation of the yep. Tigers. They've always, you know, been bundled out in an elimination final. So mm-hmm. this, this will give them two chances at losing. And also by the fact that I think the top four... Well, sorry, the Giants are proving kind of each week that they're not as invincible as we all think. Yeah. Like, they've lost three, they've drawn one. But they've got a th- huge injury list. But it's not like they're 14-zip. Yeah, know? no, so absolutely it not. It's a bit like um, Rocky Four. Oh. You bleed, you know, well, Predator. Yeah. Bleeds and kill it, but also yep. in Rocky Four and he cuts him. Yeah. And they go, he's not a machine, he's a man. He is a man. Mm. He's a Russian man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was a great win over over in Adelaide as well. You know, they they would have had some bad memories about it. You know, Trent Cotchin kicking into the wind, all that sort of stuff would have been sitting in the back of their minds, but didn't bother them. They came out and did the job. And let's not also underplay the uh, the massive twenty year rivalry between Port Adelaide. And I would. It's more than a rivalry. Mm. It's just out and out hatred. It's a full on war. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much of a rivalry. Mm. That we've never heard of it before. Yeah, no, 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 I, I know that. But Kane Corns <laughs> yeah. has filled us in to this hatred. For 20 years. 20 years. 20 years, so they hate each other. Now, we all know the kind of elimination final. That was a big game yeah. but a few years ago. 
So you kind of go, oh, maybe there's a bit of a rivalry from that. Yeah. But I certainly seems- wouldn't have thought. But having, having said all this, I have never been to a Richmond-Port Adelaide game. So maybe you get more of a sense of the oh, hatred. Absolutely, absolutely. When you're there, like, you know, Port fans throwing chicken salt in their eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Search for knives at the door. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, so Well, he starts off strong in his article. He says, if there is one team in the AFL Port Adelaide loves to beat, it is Richmond. Wouldn't it be fucking Adelaide? Yeah, I'm going to say it's the Crows. <laughs> I'm going to say that's why they call it the showdown and why, they make, why they're always sold out. <laughs> but this is Kane. I mean, he is he's Port football. So he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Port, Port Adelaide royalty. Yeah, so when Choco... Went to Richmond. That must have torn oh, it. Oh, dude. How did he do it? He's been spat on in the yeah, streets. Yeah, absolutely. Like that burning eff- effigies yeah. at the front of uh, uh, Alberton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he hated him. So he talked about going back to 1997 Yeah. in a pre-season game. Oh, that's, that's when I – for me, that's when it started as well. I mean, that's when the heat happens, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. How many uh, classic moments – you know when you flick on Fox Footy or whatever? Oh, famous moments. It's just repackaging Yeah, the 97 <laughs> <highlights>. pre-season. <laughs> Uh, so, here we go. Port, Port enforcer Daryl Poole physically intimidated his Richmond opponents, catching them off guard in the usually bruise-free uh, pre-season, pre-season game. I rate Richmond officials contacted Port on the following Monday to complain about Poole's actions. Now, for some background on the aggressive centre-half forward. Fucking look it up yourself. He's yeah, well, it was pre-internet. But you go go get a... What do they call it? Not a record. What do they call it? A, oh, the Almanac. No, 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 no. The Adelaide version of the record. What's that? Oh. Is it not called the record? No. What? Oh, in Sandville. It's called something else. Is it? Yeah, I can't remember. It's off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, the port officials responded by telling Richmond, if you don't know who he is, you will soon find out because this guy is seriously tough. 20 years later, we're still talking about it. <laughs> talking about Daryl Paul. Oh, dude, that's, on a, that's, <laughs> that's motivational on the wall. Yeah. Quote from that Port Adelaide official. Yeah. Um, and then he says, word, word filtered down to the Port Adelaide playing group that Richmond complained and the disdain between the playing groups was born. Okay, so they complained about people going a bit too hard in an early pre-season game. Yep. And they said, okay, if you don't know who he is, you'll soon find out because this guy is seriously tough. And Daryl Poole, as we all know, household name. Oh, Poolie Went on to play 24 games. Yeah, no, but, but they were tough. They were very <laughs> tough. You know what I love, though, is where the story uh, came from. And it came from seven-time Port Adelaide Premiership player Tim Guinever. Okay. So he's he says that's where it started. So Kane Corns is even getting his second hand. Oh, like really? Not, yeah, so well, that's, that's kind of legend, though, passed well, down yeah, from generation to generation. Yeah, generation. Yeah. Yeah. So probably maybe when you go to um, – you get drafted to Port Adelaide, say yeah. Ollie Wines. Yeah. Right? He's got no idea. Yeah. He's living in a Yeah. He goes there, and then they're like, mate, sit down. He goes, what is it? He goes, you heard of Daryl Poole? He goes, no. He goes, well, you will have by the end of this story. And then Tim – What's his name? Tim... Guinever? Tim Guinever. He wanders in. Yeah. And sits opposite him. He says, what does is, what is the 97 pre-season mean to you, Ollie? I want to tell you a story, mate. What about? About a man called Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Was he tough? He went a little bit too hard in the... Uh, the third quarter of uh, <laughs> 97 pre-season. The Anset Cup. Did he? Holy oh, wise there going, what the fuck? <laughs> What's an Anset? <laughs> oh, and then, so it probably it probably dropped off a little bit. He but went, then. He went so hard. You talked about so much that no modern day football fan knows who he is. <laughs> They're too scared to bring up his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like Voldemort. <laughs> he says, but uh, so obviously 
Uh, they started to get along after 14 years. They went, all right, let's end this rivalry. It's not, it's not getting us anywhere. We're just hurting each other. Yeah. But then Troy Chaplin's defection from Port Adelaide to the Tigers at the end of 2012 added to the animosity. That's right. Started all again. Yeah. Started all again. Upon his departure, he penned an email to the entire Port playing group criticising the club and culture. Yeah, so that's never a good move to start off with. No. You know. He's like yeah. a reverse Daryl Paul. Yeah, you never send an email after you get knifed, hey? Nah. Yeah. Now you gotta you you write it, but you don't send it. And Everyone also, knows that. Also, I like the idea that I, actually that's a good question. Do you think players would get their own email address? Like, do you think it's like you know, oh, Troy dot Chaplin at yeah, L. dot or do you think it'd be like uh, sending it off to the email info list? at portadelaide.com.au. Cornsy K at hotmail dot com. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how we got it to people. Obviously, they would. I, I don't think the players would get an email. But this is the sort of question we can ask Luke Hodge. That's a very good point. Yeah. Okay, can someone remind us on that day, yeah. Sunday, September just, 3? Yep, just yell out. To, uh, Hodge, do you get your own email? <laughs> you an email? That can be the first question we ask him so he has no clue what the fuck he's in for. Fuck, imagine some of the chain emails that go around from football players too. Yeah. Like if they were all on the same thing, re- reply all. Yeah, <laughs> it, would be pretty, it would be pretty nice. Oh, that's right. And uh, then, jeez, oh, Chaplin really poured some fuel on this fire. Uh, so not done yet. He's already sent the email. That's infuriated the mm. Port Adelaide Football Club. They can't handle it. They hate Richmond even more. Ropeable. Yeah. But then, so two years two years on, Chaplin celebrated a late goal in round 17, 2014, another famous, famous afternoon, with an animated aeroplane. Animated aeroplane. Mm. Not just an aeroplane. Yeah, no. Haven't you seen the statue at the front of Punt Road? Oh, of Chaplin, Chaplin doing the animated aeroplane. Yeah, the animated, <laughs> animated aeroplane. Well, you know when you click the button and it goes and starts moving. Yeah. <laughs> it spins around. Yeah, and then he did an emotional tugging of the Richmond Guernsey. <laughs> like this, I am Richmond. Yeah, it's not quite Nicky Winmar, is it? Well, no, I think it's above Nicky Winmar. It stands out. Like, I, I forgot that it was round 17, 2014, but fuck, it, it's coming back to me. And he said the actions agitated port skipper Travis Boke, who said the next day... I hope he is enjoying his season. And then didn't it go on a bit more with like Cochin? Is that that mentioned Cochin kind of rocking up in a kiss outfit? In this article, yeah. So the power group looked on with Ray. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, there, yeah. Here we go. So, uh, round seventeen. Wait a second. This this is full of full of ah. Uh, maybe seventeen was the event. Yes. The Port Powell group looked on with raised eyebrows the next day as Koch fronted a press conference dressed in a kiss outfit. No, that was after, after they lost the, the yeah, yeah, after the, they got smashed. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, you probably don't have a mad Monday after round 17. No. But Although, also, well, it had the, the Port questioning the Tigers' priorities following a humiliating loss. So did they, they said that Kochi had already booked the kiss outfit, is what they're getting at. I tell, it, it's, it's far deeper than we imagined. Yeah, but also, why do they give a fuck about that? Like, does that make you mad? I go, oh, he's fucking wearing a kiss outfit. <laughs> oh, it fucking makes me so mad. <laughs> I love Abba. <laughs> Should be wearing Abba outfits. Yeah. Hey, Adam, good news. Possible good news. Oh, yeah. Possible good news. Yeah, what have we got? There's a certain man who's returned to the NRL, which may possibly... Is it open the door? Open the door to yeah. a return to the AFL. Yeah, great. He's got the weapon. Oh, shit, he's back. He's back. His brother's a coach. At the Roosters? Yeah, he's a brother a, his brother yeah. is a coach for the Roosters, or the coach, I think. Okay. And so, so the S- Sydney Roosters, uh, NRL team, and they've got the weapon, Dean Robinson, back. Back so, into the fold. So he never actually got charged with anything via the AFL? For, no. Yeah. But he got made a scapegoat by 
Essendon. That's right. And so he got annoyed about that. But he yes. got a cheeky payout, didn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he sued them, I believe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. But the NRL, they've overlooked all that. I have. Yeah, they've just gone. You know how they had the systematic doping down mm. at the club and uh, they got suspended for a year and they had picks and they got fined a million dollars? You yeah. know what? We're going to overlook all that. Yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're forgiving here at the NRL. Yeah, I mean, you're not, <laughs> you're not allowed to uh, give players any kind of medication whatsoever. <laughs> not even a pad at all. But yeah. come in, you're a fitness guy. Tell, tell him stories about the rodeo days. Yes. And also, like, he's coming pretty late in the season. Hmm. There's not much that they wouldn't have done already, you would have thought. Or is he just sitting back and he's ringing his brother? He's going, mate, mate, the quads aren't big enough. Maybe they're just looking for a bit of something to run out games in the finals. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. Is he, is he just going to his brother? He's going, are they doing squats? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't tell you. He goes, what, what about, are they doing any burpees? Are they doing burpees, mate? People hate burpees. He goes, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Does, he, does his brother call him the weapon? I don't know, Wep. I think Wep. Web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, or the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trent. So here it is. Trent's uh, Trent's the brother, and he is the club senior coach. Yeah. Uh, so it's not as juicy. Like if it was like well, he's looking after. He's yeah, looking after his brother. He's probably a bit. He's sending him a bit down the dumps. Yeah, he's throwing him a bone. Oh, you know what he's doing? He's getting around the family. Yeah, that's what you got to do. If Gary Ablett has taught us nothing, got to get, get around, get around. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> so he's brought him in. He's just gone, mate. You tell him what. Tell him what you need him to do. Yeah. He's like, whip. I want to get around you. Yeah. Yeah. So well, thanks, and, mate. Come and do a job here. Yeah. Come and do a job. He goes, when do you want me to start? He goes, can you start round one? He goes, no, nah, i got some, uh, I got some Bronco uh, riding to do. Hey, Whip, uh, are they syringes in your, <laughs> <laughs> in your hand? <laughs> anyway, we can only dream Danky comes back. Yes. Oh, that, that's, that's, the big, that's the big dream, isn't it? Now, Essendon, speaking of uh, Essendon, they, they had the biggest of mel- all meltdowns yesterday. Yeah, weren't they about 27 points up or yes, something in yeah. the last turn? Yeah. 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 And they just... Went to bits. Yeah, quite incredible. I mean, Brisbane, very good team. Absolutely. Very good. Like, they're, they're, in, the, they're in the premiership conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what they did yesterday? I mean, they're top four of the second division. I yeah, think. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know what they did yesterday? Mm-hmm. They shaped the eight. <laughs> and I think that's what that's what Chris Fagan would have put on them at three-quarter time. That was on the banner. Yeah. Yeah, shape the eight. <laughs> so he would have just looked them all in the eyes. Fellas, this is our opportunity. We yeah. can shape the eight. Come on, guys. Shape the eight. <laughs> shape the eight. <laughs> <laughs> that's what every young boy... Boy dreams of yeah. shaping the eight. <laughs> so they've had a shocking loss, and it's kind of put them a little bit out of uh, finals contention. They've slipped away a little bit. They're they're two games out of the eight now. Yeah, and they've really hurt themselves. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things like just those little losses that are a bit foolish. Which, which, yeah, you know five out of five out of. I was about to say five out of six. Yeah. But who? No, actually, I'm I'm uh, I'm a renegade. Oh, yeah. Five out of six times you'd win them. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. This is your percentage you work on. Five <laughs> out of six. Yep. Yep. But like the Swans one last week, that was like a uh, a freak. Yes. You know, freak yeah. Match, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously you're gonna be dropping like um a five goal lead at fucking fourth quarter. Yes. Yeah. Against. Against Brisbane, it all adds up with the roof open. Have they got? Do they have to start closing the roof now? Because that, that is unwatchable it, on television. It looks so they, shit. It the, looks so shit. And and if you're in the crowd, you got the fucking sun in your eyes. It's, it's the worst. Horrible. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm saying we put a roof on the jeep too. Really? Yeah. What about one of those veranda roofs? You know, the ones that just they they turn to the side, so the roof's still there. But it tilts, so you let in a little bit of sunlight. Oh, okay, like a Venetian blind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. like that, over yeah. the top. So you yeah. can, it doesn't have to retract like for 25 minutes. Yeah, and I think that would actually save a lot of money too. It's just really plastic. And then it's kind of, you know, yeah. they go just kind of pull a little cord. Yeah. And the, the roof opens. Yes. And then you've got, uh, and then unfortunately someone pulls it too hard in one side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one side goes right up and you're like, ah, oh, you fucked it up. And you know what they are? They're a bugger to clean too. Yeah, that's that true. That would be nasty. You don't want to be vacuuming them. Yeah. And then you get like, so what would they do if they close it? They'd have to get all the seagulls out. You can't trap the seagulls. 
yeah, you just get a big stick, I suppose. Just kind of poke them around. Poke them around? Yeah. Get them out there? Yeah. Well, they can't get in there anyway. There's, there's wires over the MCG. Yeah, but didn't they have a hawk or an eagle? Yeah, I think to they did. Yeah. off the seagulls for yeah. a while? And then they had some uh, young boys there with uh, air rifles. Yeah. That was fun. Or Panadol or Aspro. Isn't that the <laughs> urban <laughs> myth that you give a seagull kind of uh, Aspro yeah. or something and, and it blows up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that true? I have heard it. I've never seen it done. But if anyone's done it, give us a, give us a tinkle. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Um, First draw for the year. Yeah, actually. And Clash of the Titans too, I must It was say. a big, big game, yeah. 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 And also doing it up there without Selwood. Oh, I think it's it, pretty strong. It's a fortress. The Beanstalk. A, yeah, the Beanstalk. To go up there and win. It was a, it was a, oh, sorry, to go up there and draw is, mm. is a win. You look at it as a win. And Tom Hawkins, should they, if the, if the clock runs out, like he kicked you in the siren. Like, do you think the siren puts you off as you do when you run in? Or now, are you so focused on what you're about to do? I was listening to SEN and someone had talked to Tom and said it didn't put him off because people were getting a bit narky about how the umpire blew his whistle. whistle. But he has to. That's his job. Yeah, yeah. I figure it would pop into your head. Yeah. Well, um, I think the fact that you've got to kick a goal with one point, the mm, difference, you're yeah. kind of aware of the situation. I don't think the siren, you're not going to go, oh, fuck. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. no. And also because it's a point, you know that you can at least tie it. That's true. It's if you're two points down, kick. a lot more pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I actually feel like uh, it doesn't. Uh, back in the day, like people would, um, a siren would go off and people would stop their run, yes. their walk in, and then go back. And go back. Yeah. I don't think it happens as much these days. Yeah, I can't remember. It hasn't happened a lot though, has mm. it? No. That the siren goes when you're running in. It's very rare. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah Gary Run. I mean, it happens. You know, five out of six games, you might see it. <laughs> that it will that it will happen like that. But that was that was a very good draw, and I think it was a, a good one for Geelong to get away with. So that gives them sort of like a half game. They're ahead of Richmond. Richmond sitting by themselves in fourth. So mm. yeah, it was a tough loss for Port. That hurt them. I mean, it, that's congratulations that to Alex Johnson of the Swans mm. coming back from his fifth. Knee reconstruction. Five knee recos. In the knee In the knee So let's not get too excited. Yeah, yeah. He played, he played half a game and he was in Canberra. And all the players uh, went to Canberra. Oh, did they? To watch him, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Because you know what they, they were doing? Getting around him. They were getting around him. Yeah. Absolutely. So he's 25. He uh, has not played a game since March of 2014. And yep. not played a senior game since the 2012 AFL Grand Final, which they won. So, yeah, it's really not like a bad yeah. memory. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be like pretty happy. Mm. Well, except for all that. So he did his knee in the third preseason clash. So that that kind of game, storied preseason. Yeah, as we know. Yeah, no, you got to take it easy. He, he wasn't uh, he wasn't Daryl Poole. He's not a fucking idiot. He's poorly around. Right? Yeah. No, he's crazy. So then he had uh, a tri- traditional knee reconstruction. Uh, traditional, old timey, old timey. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like the kind you get at Sovereign Hill, tied up with yarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's traditional. Yeah, <laughs> the doctor was wearing a top hat. It was very good. So then, uh, so that was in March. In July, scans reveal a second reconstruction is needed after the f- graft from his first bout of surgery in March failed to hold. Ouch! You're going to be pretty unhappy with your uh, with your surgeons, don't you? Because you go back in, they check you out. They go, uh, "We're going to be a little bit of bad news for you, Alex." Hey, what's that? What's that? Was it? Is it just um, a bit a few weeks behind, uh, you know, my, my recovery? Yeah. yeah, and they're like, no, no, um, the graft didn't hold. Ah, oh, you use blue tack. Sorry, mate. Yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah, we went with a non-traditional one. Said ten operations. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So that July, then in August, he goes. He's going for a Lars. He's going for a hybrid Lars. So he's going fuck traditional. Oh fucking hell! I'm getting a hybrid Lars. He's going the double Lars. Yeah. So that was in a bid to get back to and, 2014. Uh, did it work? <laughs> Let's just say it didn't. No, it didn't work. Yeah. So, because uh, remember last week we said, why aren't there any more Lars? Yeah. Why don't people get Lars? Well, here's why they don't get Lars. Uh, 
So in March, just after his 22nd birthday, he ruptures the ACL in his left knee. Is that a different knee? I think that might be. No, it's the same knee. Oh, okay. Well, why'd they put that? Why don't they just yeah, say why it they in that knee? Yeah, why'd they mention it? It's fucking knee. Fucking hell, AFL website. Yeah, so he's done that. So um, gets uh, after being forced to beat... This is in July. So they don't say whether he gets another... So this is in March. Yeah, it's beaten an infection in his knee. Yeah. So maybe... Oh, so he had an infection, so he had to wait to do his second bout of Lars. So he's going, Lars didn't work the first time. Tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to double down. I'm going to double down on Lars. Yeah. And so they couldn't beat the... Oh, he had an infection for like about three or four months. Yeah. Surgeons were forced to remove Johnson's second Lars graft. So they had to go in. So there was two months later as infection. well. So in July, he's got an infection. So they have to go in and take out the Lars. That he just had redone. Yeah. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. What a hero. Yes. I mean, he's not poorly, but... No. So we go. Johnson, in November of 2015, goes under the knife again for his fourth reconstruction. Another hybrid light. What are you doing? <laughs> Save right. the man from himself. Yeah. <coughs> they go to tick the box. Like, he's going, all right, uh, okay, Alex. Oh, um, dude. What sort of knee reconstructor do you want? We've got two boxes here. There's, uh, there's traditional. Yeah. And there's uh, hybrid Lars. I'll, oh. I'll just tick the traditional, shall I? No, no, no. <laughs> Going to go hybrid Lars this time. Mate, Th- you know the last two. <laughs> Third time lucky, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, also, he has another infection in December of 2015. What is this guy doing? Where is he recovering? <laughs> he's swimming around with yeah. He's in the Hong Kong harbour like Adam Cooney. <laughs> Uh, which results in the graft being removed for a second time. So they've had to go in and get his already shitty Lars fucking yeah, things. the hybrid Lars. Take it out a second time. Yep. Anyway, then he stubbed his toe. <laughs> 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 it really hurt. Fifth reconstruction, June 2016. And now he's back playing in at the, the knee form. But how's this? Last year, uh, in October, Johnson is named Best Clubman at Sydney's Club Champion Awards and signs another one-year deal. He won the Best Clubman. What's and he done? The guy's an idiot. Well, he'd be on the, just on a bike the whole time, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. Swimming. He'd be fucking miserable. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's the good point. Actually. They're just trying to make him feel good. But imagine you're another guy who's done everything around the club and you've uh, got a fucking old dickhead Jono over there. Fucking hasn't played a game in fucking yeah. four years. Old fucking hybrid Lars dickhead over there. Oh, fucking hasn't made the ones for five years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can he finish it? Who plays in a grand final and never plays again? What is he? Xavier Richards? <laughs> a fucking moron. <laughs> Anyway, good news. He's uh, back. He came back and in the third minute of the first quarter he did his knee. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's 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 potentially back, which is which is great. Now, can I ask you, you watch you watched the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching a fair bit of footy, footy of late. Now I went to the Carlton Adelaide game on Saturday, and I'm not blaming this on our loss. It was a it was a tough game, but we, we did lose. But the umpiring, I would say, in the last few months has been appalling in the holding the ball. Or dropping the ball, or incorrect dispose, like incorrect um, disposal. Okay. Umpires are just missing it. Like you, a player will get the ball, they will take a couple of steps, they will get tackled, they will drop the ball, and they call play on. Hmm. Has this been a new directive from the AFL? Um, look, I've been meeting with Gillam over the, the last few weeks. Did you go to the dinner? I went to the dinner. Yeah, uh-huh. no, it was good. Did uh, it get brought up at the dinner? A lot of conversations. Yeah, Geish was there. So okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice to see him. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I haven't noticed a great deal. Really? I haven't noticed a great deal. No, no. And I'm, I'm also suspect. I'm suspect on you. No, mate. I'm. I'm saying because I've noticed it. Like uh, in in other games I've watched, and I've gone. That is dropping the ball. But, but okay, junk timers might be able to come back at me and fucking feed me some fucking medicine. Yeah. I reckon there's no rule of dropping the ball. It's incorrect disposal, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's not dropping the ball. But what do you yell Everyone out? Goes, ball. No, you're one of those ones. Incorrect disposal! Yeah, I, whenever, ever, ever since a little kid, when I hear dropping the ball, I go, no such rule. It's incorrect disposal. 
I fucking hate you. So <laughs> Junk timers, get stuck into this fucking Now, dropping the ball may be in that realm. Yeah. But it's not the actual rule. But that's what it's colloquially known as. Yeah, but I'm um, fucking... Like I'm, I could be unleashing a <laughs> hate stream here. Yeah, no, get into get into Michael. You're, you're no, but an it idiot. is the thing. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's the it's the additional disposal, isn't it? Yes, it's just become frustrating because they just uh, are letting it go, but they haven't told us that that's uh, a change in the interpretation. That's just frustrating to watch. Yeah, okay. And it made me very angry on Saturday. Oh, I can't imagine you got vocal at all. I had to do a gig on Saturday night, and I nearly didn't have a voice. Really, I had to like say to the person I was sitting with, I was like, I've got to settle down. Were there like little kids sitting around you? Ah, uh, there are a couple of little girls in front of us. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. And you would have been shouting a lot of Fs. No, 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 not, not many. Yeah. No. But those, they need to hear it, Michael. They yeah, need okay. to be desensitised. If they yeah. want to sit near me, they're going to pay for the, they're going to pay the consequences. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know. Ah, oh, dude. I, yeah. One day you're going to get that little tap on the shoulder. For someone's text <laughs> message. Man, I sent that text message uh, myself. I'm like, mate, I'm losing it. <laughs> I'm out of control. <laughs> yeah. Someone stop me. <laughs> Someone walk me out. Hey, uh, shall we wrap it up? Yeah. We've got a few footballers in real life. Can I kick off with one? Yeah. At the MCG on Saturday, I saw none other than in the lift, Liam Pickering. Oh, no way. Yeah. No I way. I said, is this lift going to the, to the ground floor? And he's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't spoken to it. I don't know where it's going. Uh, look, it's I can't good. tell you. I just want to get around the lift. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we'll come to that, uh, we'll come to that uh, when, we, when we need to. Uh, we'll cross, our, we'll cross, yeah. our, cross the I's, dot the T's when we need to do it no, later on. He said it was going down on the ground floor and then yeah. he got off at first. Yeah. Yeah. So it surprised cool. everyone. Yeah. Where was he heading to, do you reckon? He had just done a thing at half time on the big screen for, I think it might have been Maccas. Him and, I can't remember who else he was on, but I was like, why is Liam Pickering doing that? Yeah. And then he was coming down in the lift. So he must have been up in the media part of the uh-huh. MCG yep, and then was sure. on his way back down. He's got a finger in a lot of pipes. Oh, he's, he's, his fingers are burning. He's got a modelling um, arm of his business. Yeah. Do you find that weird? Yes. Of course I do. <laughs> but good on him, you know. I'm surprised uh, Ricky Nixon never had that when he was doing Flying uh, Start. That's a good point, actually, yeah. <laughs> no, he, he, had a, he had an upskirting win yeah. <laughs> of his uh, business. <laughs> Here we go from Brendan. Football in real life currently going down at Jets, Northcote Gym and Jake King. Oh, yes. Jake King is here doing personal training for some girl. Definitely him, as he has number 28 tattooed to his leg. Sadly, he hasn't started doing push-ups yet. He has very good form for bicep curls. At one point, he was watching me squat, and I got giddy. <laughs> it's natural. Perfectly natural oh, reaction. Absolutely. You'd have to go over to him and go, hey, Jakey. Give us a couple. Yeah, just a <laughs> couple hundred. doesn't have to be 320. <laughs> just get him out, mate. Get him out. Uh, from Nick, uh, last week I was walking down from the tan to the MCG for the Pies v Port game. Mm-hmm. As I was walking down a side street... They've got a rivalry. No, we haven't got time to go in on that, but yeah, they've got a rivalry. Oh, you don't wear black and white, mate. Yeah. You, don't, you don't dare do that. Uh, as I was walking down a side street, I noticed ahead of me was an Audi pull-up in a two-hour park zone. Oh, risky. Uh, the man driving the car got out and proceeded to drop his keys on the footpath. It was there I re- realised who I was dealing with. Clacko! I walked up and he punched me in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I had two options. One, help Clacko and put the ke- pick up his keys. Two, casually walk by and give him a nod. After a quick moment, I chose option three and crop dusted him as <laughs> I was walking past. The following ten minutes involved Clacko walking... And running across a footbridge in order to get to the game in time. Mm. Huh, there we go. Do you know, can you, should we explain what a crop dust is? Oh, uh, yeah, actually, I just realised, yeah, uh, you can. I don't, I, I, don't to, I don't like to sully things. Well, I mean, just for the, for the listeners that aren't aware of it, it's just when you we pass wind and then walk past someone and they get the, the, the backdraft, if yeah, you will. Yeah, the aroma. 
Yeah. <laughs> Roma. Hey, live show, September 3, Sunday, 3pm. Uh, uh, tickets trybooking.com. Luke Hodge, guest. It's going to be great. Now, Adamar next week. Big event. Yes. An international show. Yeah, you're off to Ian Aiken Studios in London. I am off to Ian Aiken Studios. I was actually thinking, what should we call them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I got to head off to London. And uh, so hopefully, hopefully, technically wise, if things are working well, then we'll be recording from there. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to go to the uh, the walkabout and watch yourself some footy? Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, I'll try and work out the schedule. Who do the Hawks got next Hawthorne. week? I think, I think, well, we got GWS, but I think it might be like in one. 30 game or something. So that would be pretty early rise. Yeah, it would be. You could be on your way home, though. Uh, you know? Is it Saturday? Yes, it is. At Saturday at 1.45. You know what, that time. So it's, I think it's about nine hours now, so it's about that three o'clock or so. I'll be in Paris, Adam. Oh, is that right? <clears throat> on that particular occasion, mm-hmm. heading across to London on that Saturday. Yeah, who's seeing? You know what I would have just come back from. I'd be. I'd still be buzzing. I'd still be awake. Uh-huh. A little bit of the old, you know where you are? You're in the fucking jungle. <laughs> Is that how he kicks die. it off? <laughs> <laughs> I need to see them on a third continent. So I'm going to go to uh, see that. State de France. Yep. Uh, remember me well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. And uh, get a nice photo. Yes, I will. Definitely, definitely will do that. (laughs) No, we'll see you then. I'm going to be in jolly old Europe and uh, go Hawks. Have a great trip, mate. And uh, we'll talk to you from uh, Ian Aiken Studios. Yeah, thanks, man. Go Blues. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.